Hello, and welcome to your new favorite team, the podcast that looks into what makes your team so special. Weird delivery. <laughs> I'm your host, Chris, and let me do- introduce my co-host who wanted to do a podcast called Johnson City, Tennessee, where she reviews every cover of Wagon Wheel. Lizzie. Lizzie, how are you? Hey, I'm good. If you have a submission for Lizzie's other podcast, email them in at Lizzie's other podcast at gmail.com. What did you almost say? What tripped you up the first time? It just, I, I don't know. I said, it's supposed to be the podcast that looks into what makes your team so special. I don't know. I don't know. I can't read. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Lizzie, how are you? Such a great note. Do I have to say I'm good twice? I'm oh, good sorry. Again. Yeah, we're, uh, I should have remembered. I should have wrote that down. I, yeah, write it down. Lizzie's good. Lizzie well, happy, good. happy Sunday and happy Tuesday. Happy Sunday to you and happy Tuesday to anyone that listens. And if you listen on another day, happy whatever day it is. We hope you all listen on Tuesday. That'd be fun. That would all be right, fun. Chris. It's week four. Oh, we're jumping uh, right into it. We're not gonna we're not gonna try to I don't have know. any small talk. You got anything? <laughs> well, I mean no, I don't guess I do. Uh okay. yeah, let's just get right I mean, into I'm it. I'm open to conversing. I just I can bring nothing to the table, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, this is going to be a short podcast if you can't bring any conversation to the table. I've moved my camera situation where I can see Lizzie more, and I like this. I can see a lot more of the disgust in her face. I think she's gotten used to just being like me not noticing her making like faces and side eye stuff going on. And now that I'm looking all the time, I can see it, and I like Learn it. Learn how to read better. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, let's jump into week four. Uh any, like, first of all, just any thoughts that you had on week four? Yeah, I think um, I was flexible. I looked around. I watched the games, some of them. Some of them I did not watch. I was hopeful for some wins, and that's what I have to say about this week. Yeah, yeah. I think a week like that where you look at the week four, where you look at the schedule and you go, I, I don't see – some of these could be duds. And, you know, some of these could be pretty good. You just have to be ready to change the channel and, and find another good game. You know, you got to know what's happening in some of the big ones, but you got to be ready if that game gets out of hand. Um, if Notre Dame starts blowing Wisconsin out in the second half, you got to be ready to find the next one. And uh, so I'm proud of you for doing that, Lizzie. Yeah, it's no problem. I, uh, I do think, though, that this week, I'm always kind of the proponent of the underdog. I'm always like, you don't know what's going to happen. Rankings are rankings, but. I, I like to, I mean, I think that's why everybody kind of li- likes to watch at some point. Not always. I think some people just want to watch their team win. And if they don't, they're hella disappointed. But some people are like, well, I don't know. This could happen. And it kind of plays into so the first category we're going to talk about is the ACC, which is. Oh, yeah, the, the ACC. Well, let's start off with the ACC. And, you know, truly the positive of this weekend for us as people who are talking about this week by week is we really don't have to talk about the ACC anymore. If we don't want to, the in terms of the national conversation, the ACC is well, done. Yeah. I, I was going to say, it seems like we're always biased to talking about the ACC. So I feel bad for all the other teams that are just as all the other conferences that are just as great, but no, I mean the ACC, I think, you know, it's tricky because as a Virginia tech fan, you always, hope that Clemson will not do well because I don't I don't know I don't like them I really don't but then when they don't do well they were supposed they're the only good people or the only good team yeah 
as of I, I don't have some I, I don't know Clemson I mean don't say you're better than me I know you're not no 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 that's that's not really what I'm saying it's just I don't know let's let's just we'll, we'll, we'll delve in more into that conversation I don't know my thoughts on Clemson it's so um, sad you better get them develop them yeah now, uh, it's but, but we the ACC is out of the national conversation we we just finished week four and I I can I'll doubt I mean I don't see a path for any team to end up in the playoffs at the end of the year so that is both that's maybe the negative of the playoffs like we're just now going to say anytime we talk about the national conversation the ACC is just not involved because we now have a playoff system that doesn't involve them is that interesting to uh, okay. people? Here's the thing I have to ask you about. When you say playoff, what are you talking about? So, the uh, you know, at the end of the year, four teams are in the playoff, uh, and they play. From the each conference? No, it, it hasn't worked that way. Uh, four, so there's five major conferences, SEC, ACC, Big Ten, Big 12. Ooh, so already 12. a huge hole in my uh, theory. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, they're placed in by a committee and stuff like that, and – Clemson has been a mainstay in it for, for the ACC. Um, you've seen a- Alabama a lot. Notre Dame's played in it. Ohio State's played in it. Oklahoma's played in it. Um, so you're now, telling me that no matter what conference, anybody can win the national championship in football, of college football? Uh, th- theoretically. Theoretically, any of those big five conferences, you can win the national championship. Outside of that, theoretically you can, but it does not happen. It's okay. never happened. Um, so you know, what you're saying is if the ACC is bad, there's just no chance that any of those teams are going to make it to the national championship. Right, because Clemson now has two losses, and uh, it's very difficult for a two-loss team to make the, uh, the, the playoff anyway. And it's definitely when the rest of the conference is very bad, the Clemson's wins the rest of the season just aren't going to look good. They've now lost to Georgia, their out-of-conference opponent, and they've lost to NC State. It's, there's, I mean, look, a lot of teams could lose over the next 12 weeks and that change a lot of things. But no, I, for all intents and purposes, the ACC is out of – no ACC team can win a national championship at this point. Oh, man, that's a lot to throw on me right now. I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, – it's, I don't know. It's bad. I mean, it, I don't know. Is it bad? I guess after four weeks it's bad. You, you want to have somebody in the well, office later. Well, it ain't later. good, Christopher. It's not no. good. no. But I will say, if we're just talking from a lighter, more airy perspective, it was really, really fun to see Clemson lose to NC State uh, via watching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had I had eyes on the TV. I was also eating uh, some scrimpies at the time, um, aka shrimpies, (laughs) aka shrimp. (laughs) I've yet to see the right name for it. Golly, that would be. Okay, moving right along. So it was fun. I was at the beach. They were like fresh shrimp. I ate them. It was delicious. Yeah. So uh, NC State in double overtime beats Clemson. So NC State twenty seven, Clemson twenty one. Um, Clemson's offense is bad. Clemson's offense is very bad. Their defense, I think, is legit. But you're you're now playing sixty plus minutes of football, and you are constantly put in a bad position. You are constantly playing from either a tie or behind you're never playing ahead and that's tough for a defense and we saw them break we saw them break this weekend 
uh, which break is only given up 27 and points. And we saw nice Dabo break. Sweeney scream, yell a bunch of times. Yeah, yeah. Dabo, Dabo does not seem to me to be a man that loses well. Um, I, I would assume he's a pretty sore loser. No, yeah, he seemed very upset, which is kind of weird because I don't feel like eh, I haven't seen him lose that much. So maybe that's what it is. <laughs> right. Not 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 since things turned early in his tenure. Uh yeah, there were some definitely some losses. But no, and not with like I think maybe too. I imagine it's part of it is because it's uh NC State. So it's like it's not like Georgia where he's like, Yeah, we lost, I'm sure he's pissed, but it's like NC State and double overtime yikes right. and and i i saw a thread this week and and i'll maybe try to find it and link to it but uh that there's actually some bad blood between these two uh coaching staffs uh Ooh, dish christopher dish what's that well about? you know a couple years ago um clemson nc state accused clemson of having someone on the uh sideline that shouldn't be maybe they they had a computer and NC State said, hey, that guy, they started to raise this thing about it. It was just like a social media person, you know, and it's like, well, they have a computer for doing social media. And so Clemson the next few years really ran up the score and pointed out that, uh, you know, made fun of Dabo mentioned it in the press conferences for year and year and year on and year out. And it just got to be kind of a, you know, they ran up the score on NC State, which they were scoring a lot of points on everybody, but seemed to do it a little so more do you think he, Now, here's a question about him. Do you think, because there's a difference, do you think he's a, a worse sore loser or a wor- worse sore winner? Because there's a difference. I don't know. I think he's he comes off annoying either, like, when he wins, but I don't know that he's, like, a real s- smug about it. I You know, and I didn't hear any co- of his comments after after the game. I don't know what people, he said after the game. People really like him, though. I mean, I think he has a pretty good – Oh, he's very charismatic. But, I mean, I don't think you could be – I think you'd be charismatic and – not a good person. Good. <laughs> I'm just gonna nothing like a charismatic person that I hate. Mm, what a delightful combination. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this guy's charming in a certain way that rubs me the wrong way. <laughs> Can't wait to never spend time with him. <laughs> no, it is funny though. There's this ongoing joke that I have with myself. So me only. Okay. Which is that I I do not get along with like if I find out pretty frequently if I find out before I meet somebody that they're a coach of any sort specifically football but really just any type of coach I already go into it with sort of some bad energy and vibes but if I find out afterwards I can almost guarantee you that I've already decided that that person and I probably shouldn't take any long car trips together I don't know I just like don't it's something about the coach mentality like don't try and motivate me. Don't you dare okay. try and get me to do any like group activities. I am okay. not for team building. No, no, no. Yeah, none of that. So okay. it's like, it's just really that. And people who are like obsessed with discipline. Anyway, just something I've observed. About gotcha. Myself. Okay. I, 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 I was very confused to start that chat. Really? But just, yeah, you know, I was. Sorry, there's not like a coach mentality. Like you've never. Oh, no, there, there is. It just, I didn't know what you didn't like about it. <laughs> I, think of me. I'm like a. Oh, you told me to run this way. Actually, I see something over here. Yeah. I'd rather go that way. I guess because of my the jobs I've had, I've dealt more with youth coaches, which are a special breed of not good people. I, I, and I thought I, I didn't know if you were going that way with it, uh, or or uh, you. But you meant coaching at a higher level. That's what that's what threw me. I, I wasn't following. I guess. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I played lacrosse in high school. I didn't like those coaches either. Right. Right. <laughs> No, I think that's fair. Um, 
I don't have a problem with authority, though. I do want that on the air. I do not have a problem with authority. Who, to who? Who, who are you worried about hearing that? <laughs> no. Well, who are you justifying like, that to? I don't know. But, yeah, so coaches, I get it. Debo Sweeney, I, I doubt we would be friends organically. He'd probably not want to be my friend. That's cool. I wouldn't want to be his friend either. Moving Look, right along. You know, I, I think where I say, like, charismatic, though, like, these coaches have to go into living rooms and, like, go up to, like, moms and grandmothers and fathers and grandfathers and say i am the best coach for your child over the next four years and there Mm -hmm. is a certain amount of charismatic uh you know or charisma that you have to have to do that if you're some boring ass dude yeah it's like sales at a certain extent yes 100 i do like salespeople though so i don't know what that's about yeah i well i think it's a it's a part of the coaching stuff we never see you know, that are rarely see when, but that's why these guys sometimes are so good at media. Like they'll, they'll be like, Hey, show up to this pregame and, and, you know, kind of help us host it. And they look like naturals because they, they're used to selling stuff to, to parents, which is, and it's maybe the hardest sell you have to make. I'm, I will be very good at helping your child succeed, not just for the next four years, but in life beyond that. So there's something to it. Yeah. Yeah. So unprompted, do you have a favorite coach? One that you're just like, you think he would be a, a pretty dope person? Like in general, just right now. No, I, I don't you know. Don't? I mean, a coach that you would like to hang out with. Roy Roy always seems like maybe he'd be fun to, to have Roy Williams. Williams. Yeah, sorry, I didn't. I didn't. Um, you Are know, you a Roy on first name basis? Yeah, I mean, well, Roy, Roy's Roy. And you say Roy in North Carolina. Roy, everybody Roy. knows who you're talking about. Oh, Roy okay. seems like well, he'd be a fun chat. I mean, he seems like he'd be a nice guy to just like, I don't know. Is he, is he disingenuous? I, I think if you do it that long, you're not, but he seems like he'd be like someone interesting to talk to, have a beer with, uh, sit at a bar and talk to. Sure. Um, sure. That makes sense. Yeah, but I guess he's out. He's kind of out of the game. Uh, you know, some of these coaches, I think, I think, you know, um, the old ball coach seems like somebody that'd be interesting to talk to, but is 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 that I don't know that's exactly what you were asking. The who? Um oh the old ball coach. We talk about him every week. Steve Spurrier. Oh my gosh. Why did you call him that? I don't know him. The old we everybody knows him as the old ball coach. Oh well everyone minus me, that's who doesn't know him. <laughs> that says a lot about you. Steve Spurrier, I'm glad you clarified. Yes, I do know him. <laughs> yeah, but no, he, I, I, I don't know if that's exactly what you were asking me. Um, oh no, that's fine. You you answered it sufficiently. Thank you very much. You know what I will say? I was I was really impressed a few weeks ago. Uh, Bobby Bowden passed away a few weeks ago, um, and just some of the reports and stories that came out about Bobby Bowden and people that talked to him, um, and just how like just the kind of caring guy he was. I think that would be a coach that didn't really fit your bill, but obviously was super charismatic as well. That maybe fits. What I'm saying that just, but everyone was super drawn to him, but he also showed an ability to care about people that was not football related. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I would say Bobby Bowden was mine until you stole it like that. So you didn't even Good. ask, but Good. I was going to say it. Well, the rest of the ACC, let's run it. Let's look at it. You know, we talked about Clemson Clemson, and, and, and the whole conference just kind of being done for the playoff. Uh, Wake Forest, 37 uh over Virginia, 37-17 over Virginia. And then Georgia Tech, I think maybe in maybe the second biggest surprise of the weekend, uh, beat North Carolina 45-22. Uh, 
So I, I don't know what happened with North Carolina. I didn't have eyes on either one of these games because they didn't feel like games I needed to watch. It turns out you did. Uh, Wake Forest might be the best team in the conference right now. And um, I don't know that's a bad time. Yeah, I don't really know what to say because I know you're super down about it. All I can think is like uh, exciting times. No, I think – I don't think I'm down about it. I, I think it's it's what it is. You can't be up or down. Um, I don't – yeah. You're but, linear. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I've never heard it described as that. Here, I, I did have a bit of a rant. Let's see where we're at on time. I just wanted to have a, a short discussion, and this might be boring to everybody. But if Clemson, oh, if Clemson isn't good, then what is the ACC? Uh, <laughs> what what are they? They are – because Virginia Tech – Florida State, Miami, Virginia Tech aren't what they should be, nor what this conference needs them to be. Uh, those were three programs – that especially right when they got in here, well, Florida State uh, sustained it for a very long time, but they were unique. They had fun cultures, and now they're just not. And I don't know if that's just because of money, if that's bad hiring, or at either of those three schools, it's just a lack of caring. A lack of caring. I don't know. Is it that? Is it? Is that what it is? But it's it's really those three teams are letting the ACC down. Uh, all three of those teams used to be really cool in unique ways and they're not now and it's it, that that does bum me out more than anything else that there were these like the whatever they're not going to have a team in the playoff this year for the ACC it's that three schools that that were really fun and meant something when they played and meant something when they played each other does not matter uh, very little in the ACC much less on a national presence and uh it's bad i, I wish that was not the case i wish those teams could figure it out. Those programs, they're not just teams, they're, they're programs and those schools could figure it out and just inject. It, it will always look different. Things change, but it stinks that Miami, Virginia Tech, and Florida State aren't even cool for whatever that means. It does feel like I can say that you are down about this officially. It, 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 so at some point it does. It's like, oh, you know, Virginia Tech, this, that, and the other. And it's like, uh, no, it hasn't been that way in a decade. It hasn't been that way in 10 years where there was this identity to the team and this that that fit uh, not only Southwest Virginia, but all maybe all of the state of Virginia in a way that was really special and unique. And now it's just bland and, and just another program in the so ACC. I guess then that leads into a question, which is that is it really only about wins then? That's what ma- makes the uniqueness stay alive is whether or not you're winning and if you're losing there is no uniqueness maybe maybe i i see i see some people say like these traditions are fun but if you don't win it doesn't matter but there are certain traditions that that matter outside of there's certain there's certain parts of your identity look if virginia tech uh had a really hard dose defense which they kind of do and nice special teams and an offense that made sense in what what they were doing I would like this team and where the, the shape of the program more, but because that's what it used to mean. It, it, did it, did success come because of that? Yes. But even on the down years, you knew who you were and, and that is lost from Virginia tech. I do hate that. And, and I'm sure we could talk to a Miami fan and, and we could talk to Shauna about Florida state and he could be like, yeah. yeah, this is where it's lost its way. It doesn't feel the same. Um, and I can only speak to Virginia tech, but there are certain things that's like, this identity that the program had and, and that made it 
fun and different than than almost any other school in the country uh is gone and that's not justin go ahead well i hear i hear you saying that the uniqueness of that is that it's the entire conference it feels like or the entire not the hold on not the entire conference but the top what should be the top three teams of that conference historically all three of them are bad which is kind of different than like I feel like my perspective is always basically from the standpoint of Tennessee because I live in this state. So I hear people talking about it all the time. So like, for instance, I went out to a bar last night to watch the Tennessee game, Tennessee and Florida. I knew we weren't going to win. And by we, I mean, I knew that the people that I was going with who were like diehard Vol fans cheering for them, were not going to win. The entire bar is like screaming when we do something great, like, you know, but they haven't been good in a really, really, really long time. And I think it's just interesting because I see people get upset about it in the same way that you're talking about um, all, all three of, you know, Miami, Florida state and Virginia tech. But I think in comparison, I'm always just like baffled that people still show up now, granted I'm in Knoxville. So it's not the same as like probably being somewhere in the state of Tennessee. I think obviously they're going to have, you know, most TVs on, on, Tennessee in the city of, you know, where the university of Tennessee is. However, I don't know. I, I don't seem to see that people have lost their interest and or their uniqueness and specialness and being a fan of that team, even if they're losing. Yeah. And maybe Tennessee, I, without knowing, I, you know, like maybe we should go to Blacksburg and see what people in Blacksburg are feeling like, you know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah. I think you're right. I think. Or Tallahassee. Well, I know people in Tallahassee. I know a pretty large group of people in Tallahassee are still just rooting along, you know, like, no, and I don't think it makes you not root along, but it was a certain identity that felt, it felt so uniquely Virginia tech and felt so uniquely Florida state and so uniquely Miami that is lost. And that is, I don't like to say things are good and bad for the sport, but it's bad for the conference. And it's bad for those three schools that they don't have these, unique cultures they used to have do fans still show up absolutely we've seen fans in all three of those stadiums except for miami i mean i don't know that's they play in a weird uh stadium but we've seen already unique atmospheres in those stadiums but what what made them special just a few years ago has been lost and i they'll find something new i hope because if they don't it won't fans won't always show up for this stuff Hmm. and what what i got started on though was that the ACC, the ACC should have those four schools that they just count on. That those four schools, whether they're going to win ten wins every season or play in national championships, this that, and the other, I, I'm not saying that. But those four shoot schools should be the bedrock of this conference, and they're absolutely not. I'm including Clemson. Clemson is, and Florida State, Miami, and Virginia Tech have let the rest of this conference down, hands down. They should be better. Now, if you have a year where a Carolina's good and a pit's really good, and those couple of teams are bad, then that's a special year. But those four teams you should be able to – and those four programs should be count on year in and year out. And uh, it's it's been bad for the ACC. Agreed. Well, Lizzie, I was just going to jump to the Big Ten, but we're kind of like – we have just spoke for way too long about a conference. But you know what? If we're going to say that the ACC is out of the national conversation, then we should give it some type of send-off. We shouldn't just be like – the ACC is bad. We don't have to talk about it anymore, and we're done. And I think we've given it an appropriate send-off for the season. Will we still talk about the ACC? Yes. We know what people who where people are listening to this podcast. It'll come up. But on a national scale, if nothing interesting happens in the conference, 
we're blowing by it for the rest of the year because there might not be interesting stuff happening. Bitterness. Sorry. Not bitterness. It's just, oh, let's I'm talk bitter. about things that are fun. You be you. I'm bitter. Let's talk about things that are fun. And that's where we're going. So we're going to the Big Ten. Uh, well let's take a break that's what i was trying to do oh my gosh (laughs) hey chris you know what i think we should do Uh, we should take a break yeah we should take a break goodbye acc the first four weeks were fun do you you got anything you want to say to the acc on the way out yes this acc (laughs) all right we're taking a break We're back. All right, Lizzie, let's go. We're well, gonna welcome go out back, Christopher. Welcome back to you as well. We're going to jump to the Big Ten. Uh, we do not have to, to uh, give a death sentence to, to this conference. Um, I, I, I wouldn't say it was like a huge weekend for them. Uh, it, teams, you know, continued to win, and that's all they needed. Penn State won. Iowa won. Going, yeah, I'm just going through all the, the list of it. Didn't watch that. Didn't watch that. Didn't watch that. Didn't, it looked like everything that I predicted, though, happened. So, love that. For wow, me. you had a lot of predictions. Notre Dame, <laughs> Wisconsin, I had eyes on that. But it was it was kind of like you said. We So, if anyone doesn't know that just listens to the podcast and doesn't follow us on Instagram, do follow us there because on Saturday mornings, me and Lizzie hop on and we do what we are watching and why. So, some of this is not necessarily – important to us but it's not that it's not important it's just not games that we were going to watch Confirm? yeah but we we discussed the what we're watching and why that and there was oh. the notre dame wisconsin came up and that was that did come up that yes that did and it, we did touch on like how these how these some of these games played in uh neutral sites sometimes it's really fun to see two teams in a neutral site and sometimes it's not and notre dame wisconsin was a hundred percent one that needed to be played in a home stadium. It was not. I, I wondered what, who was the name of the guy who played at Wisconsin and switched to Notre Dame? Uh, Cohen, Cone, C-O-E-N-E, the quarterback, Jake. Yeah. James Cone. So uh, apparently, uh, cause I kind of wondered for those of you who didn't know this story, Christopher told me there was a player who played at Wisconsin. I think he's from Wisconsin too. And then he switched to Notre Dame and transferred so, is what we normally call it. <laughs> okay and heard felt seen so then he was playing at notre dame and so i naturally was like well people are probably gonna be super mad at him like you know you switch teams but it sounds uh, like he made the right and appropriate choice yeah i mean i think he was the difference in, in what i watched of this game oh, I, it, that's even worse i feel so bad for wisconsin yeah i mean i don't know yeah i i don't necessarily feel bad for them i don't know why the kid transferred i have no idea uh, switch. You mean why he did the old switcheroo? The old switcheroo. Uh, but uh, yeah, he transferred out. He was the difference in this game, and it was close for a while. But I, I don't know. I would have really liked to have seen this game. I think it would have been more fun at either Wisconsin or Notre Dame. And I, I kind of want to touch on on that. Is that sometimes these neutral sites work, and then sometimes you have special atmospheres like Wisconsin and Notre Dame, and a game needs to be played at two of the most uh, kind of cool atmospheres in, in college and not in Chicago. Now you say that a lot, Christopher. You can't just say two of the coolest places about every single team that plays. Come on. Yeah, that is, but college football, that is the thing. I mean, I've seen Rudy. I know what Notre Dame is like, but I don't, Wisconsin, come on. Oh, Wisconsin. I think, I think the good people of Wisconsin, uh, as they sober up and listen to this podcast, 
will say you have besmirched the good name of Wisconsin. It does look like a fun place to watch a game. What they're like, mascot is like a ground dweller. What is it? A little little ground creature. It's a <laughs> uh, the badger. I thought it was the other thing. What's the? There's a gopher there, the and a Wisconsin, badger. Wisconsin's the badgers. Minnesota is the other one you just said. Can you imagine those two going at each other? A badger and a gopher. <laughs> I, I imagine it every day. <laughs> That's all I can imagine. No, uh, all right, well, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, well, that got weird. Uh, yeah, Minnesota Gophers, Wisconsin Badgers. Uh, uh, yeah, Wisconsin always looks like a good time for a game. Um, so, but yeah, so that's the Big Ten. They they just played more football this week, and and they're rolling. They've got a, the sixth ranked team in the country, the fifteenth ranked, the now fifth, me, the tenth. I mean, that's their their conference is moving. You right here to ask this question that came to my mind, and I've forgotten until you just said that. Okay, is there a rhyme or reason? to why certain conferences play more games each week than other conferences. Do you know what I'm saying? Because I know they rotate through, and so sometimes there's a bye week to, like, let the players rest or whatever. But, like, Big Ten, there were one, two, three, four, five, six games. Like, are there always the same amount of games in each? Oh, well, I only I, – I think what's happening, you – in our notes, you only see three ACC games because no, I no, only no, clipped the three that were important. I know. <laughs> okay, I know I'm that sorry. There were, there are more than that, but are do they always play the same amount of games? Well, it's, I mean, it would just depend on the conference size. Now, both the ACC and Big Ten have the same amount of – So, like, no, it wouldn't be don't. a whole conference would do, like, a bye week on the same week. That would be different. No, no, because they want, they want eyes on the screens, baby. So, they wouldn't take an all by, a bye week at the same time. You might see it loaded with a few teams. That would mathematically kind of work out. Uh, maybe middle of the season there would be a few on bye. But, no, it's it's – I think most teams are going to play. You're going to see some number of, like, it won't be every team playing every week, or some teams will play each other. So, but, yeah. Okay. Does that That's answer that? Yeah, moving right along to the Big 12. All right, Big 12. Uh, Oklahoma won, but doesn't look that good. And they sadly feel closer to the ACC than they do um, even the, I don't know, the Pac-12. You know, maybe the Pac-12 <laughs> feels pretty close too, but they're, they're to in a bad way. Up. You're uh, you're feeling a little um, downerish, is what I'm feeling. I'm thinking. No, I, no, no. It's it's, Let the it's record just what show, it is. He took his frown and he turned it into a smile. <laughs> just I, I, it's you can't. If I sit here and feel bad about the Big Twelve, I, I mean, I don't care. I, I I care in terms of that it's college football and it's fun to talk about. But the conference seems bad. There, the the Oklahoma is supposed to be a good football team. I think they are ranked fourth right now and they look bad and fans are booing their quarterback Spencer Radler who we oh, love, we love Spencer. God and they're me. cheering for whatever freshman they just five-star freshman quarterback they just brought in Poor Spencer you know that hurts him it does I mean it does I've never I, Lizzie have you ever booed a player of a team you root for are you kidding me do you know me at all I never boo a player on a team unless he did something really bad i yeah, so no. Okay, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not much of a booer of my own team. No, I'll no, boo no. a ref, I'll I, boo I the other team. That like feels um, like when you score a goal for the opposite team. That's kind of what that feels like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Your your team needs, if even at those tough moments, I'm not much of a uh, – yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm glad we're on the same page there. We're, we're living that. Yeah, I so think there's a word for that. It's called treason. Well, <laughs> you're, going, you're going straight to treason. That's rough. 
Um, yeah, the Big 12, we, they're going to continue to shake out. We, we've got a couple weeks from now, we got Oklahoma and Texas. Let's see what Oklahoma can do against Texas. But it's, it's, it's kind of a sad state of affairs over there, too. Is that going to be played at the traditionally traditional place that it's played? Always. It's going to be played at the uh, Texas State Fair. And we Wait, hope so our- you know that that is – there's another name for it. Someone told me. Now, the game is called the Red River Rivalry, but the Texas no. State Fair – you're saying the State Fair has another name? Well, I had this argument with somebody about maybe, maybe it was, yeah, I can't remember. But anyway, okay. Yay, I'm excited for them to play. I do obviously hope that Texas wins, but anyway. Wow. I've got, I mean, okay. Yeah. All right. Let's jump to the SEC. I got no dog in that fight, is all I was going to say. say I don't what, where care. are you going? <laughs> yeah, I don't particularly care who wins that game. It'll be fun to see. It's an iconic game that I love. Uh, SEC, let's jump into it. Auburn almost lost to Georgia State, but pulled it out 34 24. Florida, who is looking pretty good, even out of that loss with Alabama, kind of – it took a little bit of time to kind of roll over Tennessee, but they eventually got it. It was a tight uh, game. Greensboro's own Hendon Hooker uh, looked pretty good. He's from Greensboro? Yeah, yeah. Played well, we at had, We Dudley. had much – he played at where? He played at Dudley, then went to Virginia Tech for a few years and then transferred to Tennessee. Uh, there's another word for that treason. <laughs> oh, I think it's just transferring. Let's, let's treason has come up. Stop, stop claiming so much treason, please. Treason and the old switcheroo has come up a lot of times. Yeah, no, Tennessee and Florida. I watched a, more of that game than I cared to. Um, and <laughs> it was looking pretty not not destitute in the last right. for until halftime. I was like, this is not awful. It's, it's a not bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially for being in Florida at uh, the Swamp, I was very shocked that we held for that long. By yes. we, I mean, as Just a person who lives in the state of Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then you had uh, Georgia 62, Vanderbilt 0. Georgia, I looked up from the game I was watching um, and then, well, was I on the beach? Whatever. It doesn't matter. 62-0. Uh, was the score of that game? It was twenty-eight nothing within like seven minutes. It was truly a sad state of affairs for Vanderbilt. There was a certain point where people were going, Georgia has more points than Vanderbilt has yards. I mean, and that was like late in the fourth quarter that that happened. I think Vanderbilt eventually got up to like 75, 76 yards. So they had more yards than Georgia had points, but it took a long time to get there. Uh, Georgia looks legit, legit, legit. I oh for sure I think Georgia is the only team that has not done something that could be that we didn't think they would do. Does that make any sense? Because like Alabama was getting dodgy with Florida, Auburn. What did did Auburn? What other team did they play? Or have they basically Auburn lost won to, Auburn almost lost every to Penn time? State. No, Auburn lost to Penn State. That's what it was. So Auburn, Penn State. You got Alabama. Almost kind of. We don't really. We're not sure when they go to play Florida. Georgia though has consistently just destroyed well i think if you call that a destroying of clemson week one i think we have a different definition maybe i thought not, that might- maybe not destroyed i think i would be okay what i would like to say instead is that they have according to history they have done what we expected them to do yeah yeah are they whereas like they beat other clemson teams, i don't know i know like the, the, uh, the, no i know that um 
Alabama, you know, they won against Florida, yeah. but I think a lot of people thought it would be kind of like a, just an absolute creaming and it wasn't. And Not then similarly with, <laughs> similarly with Penn state and Auburn, Yeah, I guess I just, um, I think actually I could take, that's what I think. You think, so you think Georgia, you were, you were like, this is what I thought Georgia could be. So I think Georgia is better than I thought they could be. I, I was not seeing this team of Georgia. I always think Georgia is – they get better and better. Each. I, I don't yeah, think – Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I, I'm not like on somebody who's like, oh, what's it going to be this year? I'm like, oh, they're going to be better than last year. They yeah. always – they just keep getting better. They have – and that that is absolutely correct. They have improved pretty vastly. They've recruited really well the last few years, and they've improved – Every year, been really impressed with Georgia. Yeah. I'm always a fan of anybody whose coach's name is Kirby, like the little tiny um, pinkish person person from Mario Kart. Mario is it? Kirby, yeah. Kirby? <laughs> Kirby wasn't on Mario Kart, but he is like a video game character. <laughs> I just think it's really funny. Yeah, yeah. no, but Kirby. I I I wouldn't say I'm a big fan of Kirby Smart, but I do feel like I he's... no one. Let me tell you a secret. No one's no a one big is. fan of Kirby Smart. He's what is Biggest no, you're gonna tell me. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I just think Kurt, he's a bit bland. He's doing really well right now, but he's at a school. Why uh, do we always have to be interesting, Christopher? Why can't we just be bland? No, Some of us don't. are just like a warm cup of oatmeal, and that's it. Well, that does describe Kirby Smart. <laughs> a warm cup of oatmeal. No, I think Kirby Smart as is at a school that's really equipped to win a lot of football games, and he's doing that. And it's it's interesting to see if he can take them take the next step. That I have a little bit of doubt. That I do think takes something special. I, so I don't Which think that's the one cup of oatmeal that is Kirby Smart. You don't think he has? Yeah, I don't think he's adding cinnamon to that bad boy and, and really cranking it up or adding some honey. No honey. Well, here, here, Christopher. I raise you my warm cup of oatmeal to say that he does. He okay. does add cinnamon and a little honey, and it's going to be great. I hope – it would be fun if he does. I've got no problem seeing Georgia win football games and potentially win a national championship. They've got everything to do it. They've got absolutely everything to do it, and they if they've got the coach, then they will do it. So uh, – but th- this is not even the school we want to talk about. We had one else picked out. Alabama won big. Arkansas won 20-10 uh, to 10 over Texas A&M. Arkansas looks legit, and they look fun. Yes. It's been a good season to be a Razorback, that's for sure. Yeah, rare can you say that. They, I called I called my shot on our what we're watching in YRC morning. I said, I think Arkansas gets it done. I think they get it done. They had like a, a pretty substantial losing streak to Texas A&M, and it was not close. And I said, you know what? Tomorrow's the day. Texas A&M is getting it done. Did I put any money on that outcome? No. I just called my shot on a – uh, a video that we record on Saturday mornings. Well, I wanted to ask if you know any reasons why, because I, I feel like um, obviously they were not on my radar and then they've been winning and, you know, have been doing the SEC proud. And so recently I was just like, oh, they're on my radar, but I like to be, you know, I'm not, obviously I didn't just put them on my radar at the beginning of the season. That would have been really cool. Yeah. But I didn't, I, they've been on my radar cause they're winning. And yeah. so I'm like, yeah. I wonder what did it like? What do you know? Why? What's what's up with? What have they done differently? You got me. I I'm not I'm not that equipped with what they did last year and what they're doing this year. But when you watch them, they're a team that plays with energy. They play fast. They play fun. Uh, I don't. I, I can't say. Oh, this is what they are. I, I I like. I'm not gonna sit here and know how. Uh, 
long they've had their coach or anything. I, but when I watch them, I'm having a good time. And that's what I got out of both their win over Texas and their win over Texas. Aha, uh-huh, Christopher, I caught you. I knew it. I think you equate having a good time and watching a school to only wins. But if they're not winning, that's not having a good time and watching that school. No, no. I mean, they play they play a style that's fun and entertaining. Like we've watched Oregon. Oregon's never won a national championship. But we watch Oregon week in and week out because they used to play this style that was super entertaining. They won mm-hmm. a lot of football games doing it, but it was because the style that they played with was fun. Interesting. Texas Tech bad. used to be like that. I mean, that that used to play this this wide open four or five wide receivers and guys going everywhere. They won less than any of these schools, but you would always jump in and watch a Texas Tech game because you're like, there's going to be a hundred points scored on both from both sides of the ball, and, and I want to watch it. So, I think that's what Arkansas is bringing a little bit of this year. Hmm. Good to know. And uh, I think I'm going to cheat on what we're watching and why, and say there are two games next week that we are 100% going to have our eyes on, Arkansas at Georgia. Let's see if Arkansas is the truth. Let's see. We think Georgia's the truth. You have pronounced them the truth. Let's see it next week. I'm ready to I know, see it. but it's it. tricky. I mean, they might be the truth, but I'm also like, ooh, I like that Arkansas has been winning, you know. Yeah. So it's tricky. I think that they are going to be the ones who – Georgia, I think, will win. Yes. However – I'll be sad because I want Arkansas to win because they're not, they're not historically the winner of that game. Right. Let's see it though. I think these, like we, we've seen a lot of of fun football from Arkansas. We've seen Georgia look like the best team probably in the country. Um, And we're going to see it next week. So I'm excited about that. We also have Ole Miss and at Alabama next weekend and our buddy land. I know what he'll be excited. We'll probably be uh, having a heart attack, you know, get out of excitement. And I, who, what's going to happen? You know, yeah. we don't know. Yeah. So, it, you know, uh, former assistants of uh, Nick Saban have like an 0 and 30 record. You know, all those guys are hired to the SEC. None of them's, not one of them's ever beaten Nick Saban. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see if Joey Freshwater can get it done next week, uh, Lane Kiffin. But I, I don't know. Ole Miss is scoring at an out- insane rate. Like, Let's just see if they can get Alabama crossed up and do something with them. And then Pac-12, your favorite conference Is in the it? entire – No, I feel like you don't like them at all. I don't – I think – I think, like, you want to put likes and not likes on all of this stuff, and it's just – This is how my no, brain works, Christopher. Get I out of here. I don't have to enjoy or not enjoy any Stop conference. Stop being so fluid. You like it, you don't like it. You like I, it? You don't like I, it. I don't I don't also, have any affinity for a conference. It's just uh, a collection of schools. You need more emotional attack. You've lost a little boy in you. But I, I will say, um, for those of you who might be confused, because I was a bit confused, what Christopher did is he we that was the whole SEC. So then that's next week is part of the SEC. Now we're going to the Pac 12 that was this week. No that one was, was played. I didn't confuse you. Pac 12. Oregon won. Oregon just needs to keep winning. You know, they've had one of the most impressive wins uh, of the season with um, when they, they went into Ohio State. Um, uh, so Oregon just needs to keep winning. And, and I think they'll play in, um, in in the playoffs by the end of the year. But, but we'll see, uh, you know. But no one's close to them in that conference. No one feels close to them in that conference. Yep. And they play late, so we know you don't watch them. Oh, that's an actual fact. Yeah. What time was that game? Like midnight? 
No, Oregon, Arizona. I I watched it a few minutes, like on an iPad. Um, oh, they, you're better than me. Oh, no, I just said it was all. Look. Oh, Christopher, I watch everything. It's just on, I don't watch it's everything. 11, it's eleven thirty at night. It's no problem. I I just admitted I didn't watch something a few minutes ago. That's true. Yeah, I um I do like Oregon, but I'm I don't like them enough to sacrifice what I want to do, which is usually sleep. Yeah, that's fair. So we'll just see. We'll see the Pac-12. The Pac-12. Uh, what was it? Uh, Oregon State beat USC. I know USC's already fired their coach, but maybe you should just like hire back and fire them again because they're really, really bad. Really bad. Oregon State hadn't beat them in like 30, 40 years at home, and they beat USC the other day. Truly a nuts stat, but they beat them pretty handedly. So the Pac-12's got – not too much to be excited about either, but they still have I, – I do like Oregon, and, and we'll see more of them going forward. It would be nice to see them in another matchup that we, like, are worried about them potentially losing, and so I don't know that I, they have that. Yeah, I would like to just sort of summarize this in saying, do you feel like your team isn't winning a lot? That's okay. There have been several conferences in which the whole conference is a garbage fire. And <laughs> right. <laughs> so there's more losers than winners out there. Yeah, if you told me this year we're going to see two teams from the Big Ten and two teams from the SEC in the uh, playoff, it would not shock me that, that that happens this year. I mean, if you told me it was like some combination of Penn State, Ohio State, Georgia, and Alabama, I it very well could happen. I hope Oregon's in there somewhere just to break it up. But, yeah. man, it, it just feels – it feels like we're starting to separate – the wheat from the chaff and the top of the, the, the football landscape is solidifying pretty early, which it did last that, year too. It did last year. I don't year get as well. that reference. What is that? What the hell? Oh, come on, man. <laughs> what is it? You separate the wheat from the chaff. That's a thing, right? I don't, I don't, I've never heard of anything called that. The okay, wheat, but, yeah. I don't even know what you're saying. The wheat. Oh no. Am I, if I, if I had a saying and I just said it on a the podcast. The wheat from the strong. That oh, it like, came up real quick. Separating the wheat from the chaff is to judge which people are good in a group are good and which ones are bad. Yeah. Well, that's what we're doing. We're saying there's maybe a handful of really good teams. But not only are you saying that they're not strong, but you're also now questioning uh, whether or not they're bad. Golly, Christopher. Oh, that's, that's all this is. That's all. Now that we have a playoff, that's all we do is we say these four teams are good and the rest somehow don't well, matter. you already said which teams you think are going. You can't change your mind. So. No, I said some combination. I said it, it wouldn't surprise me if it's some combination of that. Well, I, think, I can change uh, my mind all the time. That's what we get. We get more data points and we change our mind. If, if I just stuck in the mud who I thought the top four teams at the beginning of the season were, I'd be over because Clemson's out. We should get more data points and grow in our ideas well, yeah, each week. Yeah, but then by the time it gets to the point where we all know, it's like, oh, that's exactly what I predicted according to the data points. Well, no, I'm not sitting here. I, I didn't predict anything. I'm just – you shouldn't go in and act like you know everything in any sports season because it doesn't play out like that. Sports are – if you yeah. can predict sports, I'd be rich. I'd take Vegas' money. But Vegas I love rich. that. That makes sense to me. That's the reason that I enjoy sports is the underdog because you don't know. You're like, maybe it's going to happen. Maybe not, yeah. I, but mostly it doesn't happen. <laughs> no, mostly it doesn't happen. But when it does, it's special. I think that's why, that's why I was just at the beach and my niece was like, I would, she said, I wish we didn't have to leave the beach. And I was like, no, the beach is special because you're not here all the time. It's like, it's like if, if upsets happened all the time, Ooh, that's good. That was good. They wouldn't need, they wouldn't be special. If you ate chocolate cake every night for dinner, chocolate cake about, would be special. About Christmas morning. But, you know, Christmas morning also hits a little 
bit differently because you have to spend it with your family and you definitely don't wish you had to spend every single and you're it shouldn't hit the same now because you're 25 i'm 24 thank you very much and it shouldn't uh, hit the same because you're 24 yeah no it does though i love christmas that's great that's beautiful that's beautiful yeah yeah that's uh yeah look love what you love i'm giving you i'm giving you a hard time love what enjoy what you enjoy i'm not giving you a hard time everything i've said has been sincere and from the heart All right. This is only about you. Well, well listen, week you, four, week four yeah. maybe, uh, wasn't the best, but week, well, week, let's not even touch on week six. Week six looks like a beautiful week of college football. You can't so skip a whole week. Why I know. Five? That's why I said let's not talk no, about it. You absolutely it not. We're not doing it. I am just going to close this out by saying if you um, want to talk to us, you want to chat with us, you got anything to say, uh, follow us on social, which is your new fave team, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can email us if you want at your new fave team at gmail.com. That's it. That's it. it. Yes. Yeah. Lizzie, you nailed it. Sweet. Well, it has been a party. Absolutely. We'll talk to you guys next week.